0: Good morning, Jenna. How you been?
1: Fantastic. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Yeah,
0: same to you. Same to you. Um, all right. I am Bob Burgee. I'm with Mainstay Financial Group, and we are on the air here every Tuesday at 10 a.m. It It is great to be here, and we're happy you've joined us today. All right. What okay. are we talking about today, Jenna?
1: We're going to talk about... <laughs> Two magic words. Two words. Yes. Reverse mortgages. That's
0: right. That's right. Reverse mortgages, and this is a topic. Hey, I, I look, I, I'm a, I'm a wealth advisor. I'm a financial advisor. I I feel like I know a lot about a lot of things, but this is an area that, uh, uh, it, well, obviously it's a very specific area, and uh, you know, and it's truly in. The mortgage area the mortgage lending area so i don't know a lot about it so it's my good fortune to be able to learn today but this is the pensacola expert panel and our expert today is jim clark jim please uh jim introduce Moore. yourself Close. i'm so sorry <laughs> jim
2: i'm sorry jim clark couldn't be here today folks so i'm substitute that is
0: terrible i apologize well, he- Jim and I, Jim and I just met very recently, but, um, all right, we're talking about re- reverse mortgages with Jim Moore and Jim, tell us, uh, tell us about yourself, a little bit about yourself, um, especially your last name and, um, uh, and how long you've been in the reverse mortgage industry and, uh, uh and anything else you'd like to share.
2: That's right. I wanted to be Jim most, but I ended up Jim Moore. And, uh,
1: <laughs> so I, I go
2: back a long uh, ways. I can't gosh. tell you where I'm from. I'm married to a Crestview girl. That that helps. <laughs> okay. Uh, but my background includes being an actuary, being a financial planner, being a uh, actuary for the state of Florida, and uh, now uh, a mortgage loan originator. I've been doing reverse mortgages since 2007, 15 years. I started with Wells Fargo. I'm now with the Cornerstone Mortgage, which is a subsidiary of the mortgage firm, and um, the rules have changed over the years, but um, I'm doing it because I believe I need to be an asset to my peer group. This is for the 62 and over club uh, with homeowners and equity in their home, uh, so.
0: All right. Well, uh, you know, the first thing I want to do is uh, lay the groundwork for reverse mortgages, and uh I think a lot of us have, you know, certainly heard the term, uh, but may not understand it. Uh, can, you, can you start by telling us what is a reverse mortgage?
2: A reverse mortgage is a way to lock in the equity in your home uh, without having to make payments on that loan. It's an accumulative loan as opposed to a regular mortgage or an equity line where you take those out more on a short-term basis and you make payments on those because you're letting your equity accumulate uh, and you're not using your equity. So you're just stashing it for some future purpose. With a reverse mortgage, you open up the uh, equity in your home, which as all of you know, in this area has increased dramatically over the Mm -hmm. last couple of years. So there's equity there. And uh, the question is, is it of value to you to use that or have you committed it to your heirs, or have you decided on some other use for that? Um, but basically, we think of this as a long-term tool as opposed to a short-term tool. Okay. And I work with financial planners like Bob to uh, make sure that this arrow in the quiver is understood and used properly.
0: Yeah. When, well, when I learned you were, you know, when we um, set this up and you were going to be on the show, and I, I know what you do... Um, I did take the time to look up reverse mortgages and the growth in the industry. And it, uh, and one of the charts it led me to was um, a chart that shows uh, conventional mortgages, home equity lines, or home equity loans. And uh, the third line on the chart was reverse mortgages. And the reverse mortgages ha- is skyrocketing. I mean, it's going almost straight up and the other two not they're not flatlining but they they're they have a nice trajectory as well but nothing like the reverse mortgage industry um so this is something that's uh that's growing in terms of popularity and 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 usage certainly
2: well, as you know, too, the uh, population is aging. There's more people over 62. The life expectancy is higher. Right. Uh, they, people are staying in their homes. Uh, they don't want to go to the nursing homes. They don't want to downsize and live with their kids, although sometimes I think about that.
0: Their kids have moved out of town. Uh, There's global pandemics. <laughs> yeah. You know, some of the so, assisted living yeah. facilities don't enjoy the, you know, just, um, I, I guess, you know, the safety and precautionary environment that they that they used to you know and that's because of COVID. And, and people are learning
2: also that we're getting a lot of people down here in florida that come from the northern states um, they sell homes that they have up there and they buy smaller homes down here so they actually have a lot of equity from selling their homes and they can use reverses to purchase a home or when they've moved into a home for a while and they find their cash flow is limited or some other financial issue occurs, they they, they discover reverse mortgages. And and I'm going to guess there's probably two million of these in the U.S. nowadays.
0: Two million. Okay. And probably a disproportionate share in the state of Florida.
2: Yes. Uh, As a senior community and Mm -hmm. multiple houses, and you know the growth in this area, I just saw something where they're going to put in another 7,500 homes um, over in Uh, Santa Rosa County. Good
0: grief. We're all nodding our head or or shaking our head. Sorry. Retirees are coming.
2: (laughs) Retirees are coming. And this is a tool that they need. They need to get with their financial planner and understand this tool because it's it's quite usable and uh, very friendly. um, If you you understand
0: it. Yeah. And uh, and that's what we're here today for is to to talk about uh, reverse mortgages, what they are, how they work and to understand them okay so you've told us what you know what a reverse mortgage is can you give us an example of how one would work Uh,
2: yes Uh, first of all uh, we have to be 62 years old somebody on the deed has to be 62 year old now if somebody's 80 and they are married to a 30 year old uh, and I'll let that go either way if you're male or female which you like that you can always put both people on the reverse mortgage as long as one is over 62. It's just that you get less money when the person is younger because the factor of the appraisal that you get is lower based on the lowest, youngest age. So let's say you have though just a regular 75, 70-year-old couple. They're in their home, they've paid off their mortgage, they're sitting there, they're running out of money, there's some sickness, there's some medical bills, Uh, They also want to help their grandchildren in school, they have no money to do that. They think, well, you know, this reverse mortgage thing, I can set up this line of credit for myself and have some flexibility in what I do financially in my senior years. One of the major goals of reverse mortgages is to reduce stress on seniors from fretting about things like money issues. So let's say we get a 75, 70-year-old couple. Uh, We take uh, the appraisal of their house, Uh, pick a number, 200,000. Okay. Their age of 70, 75 probably gives them about 60% of that 200,000 is available. So 60% of 200,000 is 120,000. So they would start out having a line of credit of 120,000 minus the closing costs, which are built into that loan. And let's make them high because that scares people. You're not spending money out of pocket, but let's say 10,000 is your closing costs on $120,000 reverse mortgage. So you've got 110,000 left for you to use any way you want. You're not being charged any interest on that because you're not taking it. Right. It's so, like
0: it's like a home equity line in that regard. In that regard it's If a you're home not using line. it, you're not paying for it.
2: Right. Now, if you had had a mortgage on your house, we would have had to pay that off with some of that 110,000. Okay. You can't have any other liens on the home when you take out a reverse mortgage. So we get rid of those. Okay. Uh, equity lines mortgages we get rid of those this is the only lien against the home when you do it
0: so it's sort of a debt consolidation um it it, it would be
2: relative to the fact that you're paying on those and you're not going to pay on that's right it improves your cash flow by doing this now the scary part that most people hear is that well i can lose my home they can take my home no, we can't. It's just a lien. It's not an ownership issue, and a lien is just a lien. If I loaned you 20 bucks, and a year from now I said you owe me 22, uh, I can't claim you, shoot you, do anything. I just wait till you pay me 22. If you don't pay me, it goes to 24, but you don't pay me anything until you pay me.
0: <laughs> okay. So how did we get to this point? Because I, you know, this is something I have heard from lots of people that basically the home is going to be confiscated.
2: Well, I can't help but saying very popular <laughs> these days is something called fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you'd have to say that because because the people that don't want you to do the reverse mortgage would prefer you do the forward mortgage and make payments. Right. Uh, so uh, you have to understand it as a lien, not an ownership issue. and.
0: It's and, it's and one of the big differences between is. the, you know, what I would call the conventional or traditional mortgage and a home equity line is you do have to make payments on both of those with the reverse mortgage. You do not.
2: You do not because you're going to have the, the amount you borrow in a reverse mortgage will grow at a rate of interest, only on the part that you borrow now, not the part you don't borrow, will grow at interest until you either leave the home, go to a convalescent home, uh, move, downsize, whatever you're going to do to leave that home. Then your heirs have one year to square up, or you have one year to square up if you're alive. Your heirs have one year to square up if you're dead. Uh, And the reverse mortgage has to be uh, consumed at that point
0: okay so i'm i'm thinking as you're talking so you you set this up and you set it up five years ago 10 years ago and you had you had x amount of equity a hundred thousand dollars of equity in your home now your equity the excuse me the value of your home has gone from let's say 200 to 300 perhaps four hundred thousand. has the equity in people's home your clients actually grown even though they've Even though they've uh, executed this reverse mortgage, because because of the property values, yes, increasing.
2: I mean, what you owe on your reverse mortgage is fixed by the contract. Right. If you owed a hundred thousand and you got a four percent rate, next year you owe one hundred four. Next year you owe one hundred eight. Next year one hundred and twelve. Right.
0: But the value of the home is growing. You know,
2: if the house grows faster than four percent. Right, and it has here in the last few years. Absolutely. Then your equity is increasing as you're in fact we talked about this too. You can actually get to the point where you think like, well, how can I lock in this extra equity? You refi your reverse mortgage, <laughs> and, right, and you increase the availability. Right. Um, now these are a little more advanced because you're talking about people that are that are with the with the program they understand this they've got plans they may want to travel more uh, there's some reason that you want to do this you don't just do this to do it exactly if if you want to travel if you want to help your grandkids if you want to implement some of your will before you die uh you want you don't have any money to do that this is a way to have funds available for you to do things that you otherwise couldn't do
0: and is it would you say it's more popular in Florida because uh we have a lot of transplants here uh from up north they they move here uh this home is not you know some family home or legacy home that um you know the kids grew up in and there's perhaps not as much personal or emotional attachment to the home
2: i think it's more of a cash flow issue okay they really come down here and analyze what kind of lifestyle they want right and if they wanna travel and, and they want to do some things that they otherwise couldn't do with a mortgage and payments, then they use this tool to free up some cash to do those things. Even visit grandkids. I, I live, uh, I got six kids, and I probably live uh, 600 miles from the closest one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, so I'm gonna have to travel to get there. And, uh, and, and I, the, you know, the air flights are going up. Ca- gasoline is going up. We're involved in a, an inflationary environment that you don't just have if you got fixed income coming in you just don't have extra money to do these things unless you have a source of funds
0: i got you okay well um listeners uh, this is bob with mainstay uh and i'm here with jim moore and jim jim moore is talking today about uh, reverse mortgages uh something i you know i'm I'm already on a steep learning curve and I appreciate all the information but listeners if you have a question please call us here at the show uh, the number is 850-437-1620 again 850-437-1620 we're talking about reverse mortgages um, here on the Pensacola expert panel with Jenna Barr um, all right how did reverse mortgage. I like to know how we got here. How did reverse mortgages come into being?
2: A lot of seniors were going bankrupt in the 1980s, and Ronald Reagan was kind enough to start this program in 1989. That's 33 years ago. And um, it started out with some stumbling blocks, um, you know, but it it worked because it freed up some cash for people that were uh, hurting. The population was starting to age then. It's, It's aging more now. Uh, the health, you know, the, the medicines, the things are getting people to live a lot longer. And so they've tweaked it over the years to try and optimize it for people. Like uh, some, One of the bad uh, things that happened with reverse mortgages up until 2014 was that if somebody was over 62 and somebody was under 62, the under 62 person had to get off the deed, and the reverse mortgage could only be done in the name of the 62-year-old or more. Uh, What that meant was if you were married to a 59-year-old and you were a man and you died, because the wife wasn't on the reverse mortgage, she had to pay it off. If she wasn't financially able to refi it, she she was thrown out of her own home. That was a bad thing. That was one of those things that was changed in 2014 so that regardless of the age of either spouse, if one is over 62, they both can be on the reverse mortgage. Now let me say this, though, real quick. Uh, if the younger person under 62 comes on as a non-borrowing spouse, which means they're, they're on there until they die. They don't have to leave the home until they die as a second person, but they would lose access to that credit line if the husband dies because they're a non-borrowing spouse. It's still going to be based on their age, but they lose some benefits. Um, However, that still gives them the uh, ability to live in the home with no payments on the mortgage.
0: Interesting. So it started in the late 80s during the Reagan administration. Yep. Okay. Um, What is the future of uh, reverse mortgages? It appears to be very bright.
2: Well, I think it is bright because the, the interesting thing on this for reverse mortgages, too, is Let's let's say we've been talking about all the positives here. Let's suppose that your loan keeps growing and keeps growing and keeps growing and you live twenty years from sixty two to eighty two or ninety, and all of a sudden you owe two hundred thousand and your three hundred thousand dollar house instead of going up to five hundred thousand goes down to one hundred and fifty. Well now what happens? You owe two hundred, your house is worth one fifty. Well the good news on the program, that's where the heck of mortgage comes in. The good news is if you die at that point and your heirs can only sell the house for 150 towards the $200,000 lien, the government insurance pays the lender the difference, so there's no cost to heirs to do this. Wow. That, that is a uh, big feature that, that uh, allows people to feel more secure about this because the heirs are not involved. You don't you're not putting your kids in any jeopardy by doing one of these.
0: Exactly. And this is not this is not smoke smoke and mirrors. This is uh nothing unsecured about it. This is this is a secured position for both the reverse mortgage company and uh and really the uh, the the government guarantee. They've got no exactly
1: Hey, Bob, I have a question. Um, here's a question coming in. If you'd like to text in a question, you are listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. We are going to have to take a break in about four minutes for the news, but we will be back at 1035. Text in your questions or feel free to call 850-437-1620 to news Radio 92.3. Bob will go ahead and answer them or, of course, our friend Jim. So this is from Martha. She's 72 years old, and she only has Social Security as her income. Uh, her home is paid for, but... She wants to know, can I qualify for a reverse mortgage?
2: Absolutely. The
0: two things you need are
2: age and equity, and she
0: has both.
1: (laughs) Okay. Check, check, boom.
0: And from there, what do you recommend in terms of how she would proceed with the reverse mortgage? and It depends on her needs. Lump sum, cash flow. Or take it as you need it, like a like well, a line.
2: We'd have to, I mean, you, you need to have a conversation on that. Sure. I don't know her medical situation. Right. I don't know how many children she's got. I don't know if she's got brothers, sisters that she wants to take care of with some of the equity. Um, and, and I don't know if she has urgent need, uh, again, for travel or to pay off a car. Uh, there, there's some things that would improve her cash flow if she's only got one check coming in. Yeah,
0: Social Security, apparently, for Martha. Yeah. Okay. So in this case, yeah, it's really increased positive cash flow into the home, I believe.
2: Yeah, as you mentioned, you can take it as a
0: monthly check or you can take it when you need it. Okay. okay. Random. Very good. Very good. Okay. Um, let's see, we have another we have another question. This is a great question, I'm sure this is something you get a lot. All right, Jim. Uh, Clayton asks: I have heard that reverse mortgages result in your property being taken from your heirs, and in parentheses, your children. Um, Is this true? How does this work?
2: Uh, You're actually getting into a legal question about your will. What does your will say? What does has nothing to do with the
0: reverse mortgage, right?
2: Not the reverse mortgage. It's just that the reverse mortgage is a lien. If you sell your house, pay off the reverse mortgage. And the equity that's available can't go to your children. It's because your estate said, I gave it all to my sister, kids, sorry. Right. Or something like that. But it's, it's, it's not a reverse mortgage issue.
0: Right. It, it would be a lien against the property just like a mortgage. Yep. Because yeah. the only
2: thing left over is, is, the, uh, is the equity. right? And it's a question of the distribution of the equity. You, you can't take – the mortgage company cannot take away the equity they don't have a lien against the equity. I mean, they do have a lien against the equity up to the value of the loan, but they don't have any lien against the extra equity in your home. That's yours, and that's your will, and that's your executor.
0: Okay. There are certainly instances where a reverse mortgage is not recommended. And, you know, in the time we have, uh, we've got about a minute. I don't know if we can get into this topic, but I know there's there's got to be times when you meet with folks, and they, you know, they seek you out, and they're thinking this is something they need. What are the types of situations uh, where a reverse mortgage may not be a great idea? It's particularly not
2: uh, a great idea when somebody's pushing you to do it. I, I sat at a table with a 70-year-old woman, and living, her 50-year-old son was living with her, and he was beating her over the head to get the reverse mortgage so he could have a truck and i said well you better get two more estimates because i can't do this for you so interesting interesting you.
0: so uh coercion yeah coercion. yeah yep uh,
2: and uh, a couple more uh, if it's a short-term need you don't do a reverse mortgage uh if you're going to use the money for investments or gambling we'd rather not do it with us <laughs> Uh,
0: Are you sure about that?
2: I am. <laughs> yeah. And if they just don't understand the program after we've talked about it two or three times, they just shouldn't do it because it's not, it's a tool to use. It's an arrow in the quiver. Yeah. It's not an arrow on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. If you promise the home's equity to your heirs, probably you don't want to do this because you're going to eat up the equity. All you right.
0: And I know we've got to go to the news. We're going to pick up with this same topic when we get back. Again, you're listening to News Radio 1620 92.3 FM and we're taking a break for the news.
1: Yes we're going to take a quick break we'll get a Fox News update followed by a local news update in the newsroom with John Pickens stick around if you have a question 850-437-1620.
0: We are back. We are back with Jim Moore, Katie Burgee, and Jenna Barr. Uh, welcome back to the show, listeners. Uh, you are listening to Winning with Mainstay Financial. I'm Bob Burgee, Senior Wealth Advisor at Mainstay Financial Group, and uh, we are talking about everything reverse mortgages today. If you have any questions about reverse mortgages, uh, please call into the show. The number is 850-437-1620. And if you have any questions or uh, would like to learn more about reverse mortgages and how they may help you in your situation on a personal level, feel free to call the office at 850-437-3127. All right, Jim, uh, before the news break, we were talking about uh, the situations where somebody comes to you and maybe it's not appropriate. And, you know, wh- what are the red flags that pop up there where you have to turn folks away?
2: Well, the last one that we talked about before we went to the break was the people that want to use the money for investments or gambling. Yeah. Don't recommend that, <laughs> uh, um, you know, and I, and I prefer to refer them to somebody else. I, I'm, my mission is to help my peer group have less financial stress in their life and more uh, ability to maneuver in, in the money market uh, with what their wants and needs are for their lifetime plan. So that's uh, that's not a flippant, quick answer, even though we're in the instant gratification world. Yeah, I, we are. I don't want to do that. Um, now, uh, if a client demands a fixed rate because they say, well, look, I, d- I want a fixed rate. I don't want to get a variable rate. Uh, Okay. I mean, that's good. Interestingly, the program has decided that if you want a fixed rate, you can have 60% of the money available from your equity line. If you'll accept a variable rate, you get two benefits. You get the other 40% at year two. And there's also a cap on the variable rate. We started out lately about three or 4%. And the cap is five points. You can't go above that. So I'm sorry, Jimmy Carter, we're not going to get to 18%. Right. Um, you'll only go to that level but you have access to more cash and again remember you're not paying anything on this lien until you use it so it's not like um, you know if you don't use much money then the variable rate is not a bad item All right. and the last reason we we typically uh, frown on a reverse mortgage is when I'm sitting at the table and the wife says you're not doing this honey and the husband says yes I am this is the right thing for us (laughs) Uh, no you're not honey and it's like okay, well, you decide it. Call me back. I, I'm that, that, I'm not. I'm out.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: So Those are the bigger
0: yeah. basics. I guess. I guess uh, everybody has to be on board. Yeah. For this to For this to work. Um, all right. We talked about everybody being happy when the housing market is good, like it is now, when uh, housing prices are increasing. Uh, let's. Uh, you know, let's dial back the hands of time and go back to 2006, seven, eight, you know, when things weren't so happy and pretty, you know, in the housing market, and the equity, um, the equity actually goes down. Uh, how does that work?
2: Well, again, if you think of this as something like off in the closet that's working, you um, you don't really worry about that. Uh, most people worry about that because, oh, my God, how are my kids going to pay this off? My house isn't worth the value of what I owe. <clears throat> that would be a problem if you had a first mortgage uh, or an equity line because those are due and can pass. But with this, interestingly, the only ones we do are Heckam loans, which are government-backed obligations. And so the lender puts money into these because they're guaranteed – that if your equity goes below the value of what they're owed as the lender, when we sell your house and get only half of what we owe, guess what? The government will pay us the difference. That's a guarantee. So your heirs will never be charged anything for any deficit in equity.
0: Okay. So that's that's certainly a differentiator with you versus other reverse mortgage originators.
2: A couple of things with reverse mortgage originators. Ninety-five percent are HECM loans with government backing, there are lenders that will uh, give you your own reverse mortgage with no insurance backing by the government. Because listen to this, there's a limit now of $900,000 on your home that is eligible for a reverse mortgage. So what does the $2 million home person do when they want a reverse mortgage? Because they could take out maybe a million and a half. We, We can't do that for them. But if they want that million and a half, they can go to another lender and use the the whole value of their home in that reverse mortgage, and uh, get as much as they want at a higher rate. They might be paying five and a half instead of four, but they don't care because okay. they want the million and a half.
0: And share with us the dynamic. Uh, you know, the older you are, or, or rather, the younger you are, the more you're going to pay. Or the the no, less no, the not, less credit the you're going. You're,
2: no, you're not going to. You're going to pay the same rate as a 99-year-old okay. if you're 62. When well, you
0: started out in the show, you said something about obviously you're going to be paying. Uh, excuse me, you're going to have, um, you have less of a access cr- to less, less of your equity. Less equity. Yes. Okay. Access yeah, at a 62, younger age.
2: Because you're going to live longer. Your life expectancy is at least 20 years. Right. And they don't want the value of your loan to go over the the value of your house. So what they do is they take your age at 62 minus 10 to 15 points, maybe 48% is all you're going to get of your appraisal. Okay. Because when you get that and you're young at 62 and you live to 82, well, then the 48% is going to grow over over those 20 years of your life. Uh, Now, the 99-year-old that gets the reverse mortgage can probably have about 94% of the money because what are they going to do with it? Right, uh, and how long are they going to live? Right, they don't have to not give them that much because if they live two more years, three more years, that loan's not going to. That's right. Reach their age.
0: That's right. That whole uh, so, no more buying green bananas, right? So okay. It's- <laughs> All right. So the questions really came out during the news break. Um, Katie, you talked. You asked something about uh, last resort. Would this be a, a way of? unleashing equity in your home and sort of a strategy of last resort i hate saying that but uh your comments about that
2: well last resort's an interesting thing Uh, there are people who at age 80 let's say uh come down with a disease like
0: uh renal failure
2: diabetes renal failure something like that and it's like oh my god um i wanted to do so many things in my life and and now i can't I, i I can't get a job. I can't. I can't work. I'm going to have increased costs. What do I do? Wait a minute. My home is. Uh, I've got this thing paid off. Right. If I set up this uh, this reverse mortgage, even though it's a short time, if I want to give some kids money to my grandkids for their education, or if I want to give my own kids a little bit of money, I can kind of cash in my equity now without having them wait till I die so uh let's do that if i live fine if i don't i've taken care of some of the things i want to take care of. it's like a bucket list right and you and you
0: mentioned helping grandkids go to college things like that but it's also uh folks that just you know they need some money for themselves
2: and they need money for themselves right yeah, because and because they don't pay and they don't pay it back and it's tax-free i mean
0: tell me yeah. the problem with this yeah i think that's and and that's important to, to underscore it's tax-free uh I think Katie also asked during the break. You know, you know, would somebody would it make more sense to take money out of your IRA? Well, when that thing's growing tax deferred, and you do a T-bar cost benefit analysis, I can take this money out, pay the taxes, and live on that. You know, and I'm talking about somebody that is uh, uh, not perhaps taking RMDs or needs a chunk of money, and this isn't a bad strategy. And go ahead and pay. Um, you know, know that you're losing equity in your home, but that the other bucket, the IRA, is growing tax-deferred.
2: And, and we've had some people, again, a little wealthier clients, that say, uh, you know, I really want to play the market, but, you know, my IRA is taxable. So why don't I do this reverse mortgage, take some money out of there, pay the taxes, cash out my IRA, pay the taxes with my reverse mortgage money, and move this into a... Uh, Roth IRA, then no, all no, my growth is going to be tax-free. Right, I, so I can play the market and not pay for it by paying off the reverse mortgage. Right, and now it. we're
0: talking about a Roth conversion, something yep. we are uh, we are very big advocates of, and of course that. There's a lot of moving parts with that. You know, what tax bracket are you in?
2: I think one of the things, that, when you talk about this subject, I think the key for me is you see how many different angles there oh. are to this. This oh, is look. much more than a mortgage.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right. You, it, this is holistic financial planning. You've got to look at all of the moving parts, and there are many. And, uh, I, you know, I've learned a lot on this show today. Um, one of the things, you know, when we talked about the last resort... The la- uh, is this, uh, I don't know, unleashing equity and, and getting money out of your home and sort of a last resort strategy? I really don't think it is. In many cases, it's a first, it's a first option because a lot of folks can't go to their bank or uh, lending institution, their credit union or mortgage originator, because if they don't have the income, they're not going to be able to take out a loan or they're not going to be able to um, secure a HELOC. If if the income doesn't exist, this kind of moves to one of the uh, earlier options, correct?
2: I think y- you really need to start thinking about this at age 58, 60, when you're thinking about your Social Security. <clears throat> because, as you know, when you start taking Social Security, you're limited as to how much you can make up to about age 67. <clears throat> and then you can make unlimited income and still get your Social Security. That's right, if you're born so, after...
0: 1960 it is 67 years old you know before you get penalized for taking money early out of social security so spot on
2: suppose you want to take your social security early because you're so mad at your employer you're going to get you're going to quit i'm 64 (laughs) and i ain't taking no more. or
0: it's going to run run out in the year 2034 right? right there you go yeah
2: so anyway what you do is you say okay look i'm taking my social security at age 64 that ain't enough to live on but guess what I'm going to take my reverse mortgage, and I'm going to take 500 a month for, till I'm 67, because I'm limited on what I can make. Yeah. But after 67, I don't have to tap my uh, reverse mortgage anymore because now I can work part time at what I wanted to do in the first place. Yeah,
0: it is, and it is the rarest of occasion occasions that we mention the word Social Security, talk about it, uh, what age to take it, and where we do not get a question saying isn't social security going to run out because you know projections right now are that the social security trust fund will run out in 2034 we're going to shore that up no worries wouldn't
2: you like to have your reverse mortgage in place where you know you can live in your home until you die regardless of social security
0: that's true that's true you create your own social security right Man, in my home. Manufacture your make own pension, as we say. Um, you know, I do. You know, and I think we talked about this a little earlier or during the news break. I think that the reverse mortgage, uh, as a as a product or service, is a little bit misunderstood. Not unlike in uh, in my area, where we discuss annuities with our clients, and it's all about the lens that you're looking at it through. And isn't it amazing how as you get older um, and and uh, and I'm no stranger to that. Um, but you trip over the age 60, and all of a sudden you, you see things differently. And things like security, cash flow, you know, and you know, one day when your your earning capacity is diminished, you know, wh- what are you going to do, and how are you going to address those things? So that's where some of these things that we're talking about, um, an annuity. Uh, that certainly has its pros and cons, um, and a reverse mortgage. All right. So we talked about the tax angle. All right. Have you actually sat down with folks? I'm I'm big on, um, you know, it's not what you make, it's what you get to keep. But if I have an IRA that's growing, tax-deferred, for the rest of my life, Why wouldn't I secure a reverse mortgage if I'm over, you know, if I'm 65, 70, and I need the funds, and I can allow that to grow, especially if you want to uh, uh, leave the largest legacy to your heirs or children that you possibly can. It seems like a no-brainer.
2: That's why I work with financial planners, because you're you're using all of these tools to measure your assets.
0: Yeah, this is you know and and i you kind of come full circle and katie i think you're about to say the same thing well
3: i i want to know from a planning a financial planning perspective when would we not recommend one of the or you know it sounds too good to be true or, you know, well, when...
2: Well, you saw, I mean, I, I was listening to things. If, if somebody wants money for gambling, right. you're going to know <laughs> right. that. Right. somebody's about to get divorced, you know that. They're Maybe, not in
3: agreement yet.
2: Yeah. Not in agreement. I mean, I've seen spouses fight over the table over these things, and I, I just tell them, you know, I think you ought to have two or three estimates, it'd be a wonderful thing, and I leave.
0: Right. <laughs> and,
2: but does uh,
3: there... Do, you kind of came on saying um, that it really resolves like a cash flow issue. Does there need to be a need, like a, a cash flow need for this? You wouldn't well, just...
2: Well, if you don't use it for cash flow at all, let's just say all you do, and what a lot of financial planners are recommending that they're higher-income people with high-value homes, just set it up as a line of credit. Right. And, and don't use it until right. you need it. So they set it up. It's a tool. Now it's available. It's like you turn on the light. There it is. Because uh,
3: to me, it seems with these higher values you would go ahead and just do that, set it up so it's there.
2: And that's it. Right. And for the people that have them, I also recommend, because they'll say, oh, Grandma just passed away. I got $50,000. I'll pay off my reverse. No, 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 no. Don't pay off the reverse. Pay it down to 100 bucks so you're not paying any interest, but keep it there for the rest of your life and live in your house the rest of your life with no worries. Uh, you know, Be careful what you do. You don't want to pay And no these debt things will off. pass
3: on to your heirs correct pardon me <laughs> no debt will pass on to your heirs oh no
2: and you sell the house you pay off the 100 bucks that's left on the reverse mortgage but you get to live in it the rest of the rest of your life
3: right yeah,
0: yeah. so the gambler Thanks. the gambler in me says okay the uh financial markets or a lot of the um, you know the equity markets okay not equity in your home the stock market uh has seen better days right uh we have corrections uh in excess of 20% on the NASDAQ and in excess of, uh, actually, in excess of 25% on the NASDAQ and in excess of 15% on the broad-based index, the S&P 500. Um, Talk about, you know, um, unleashing equity, okay, and buying in the dip, while your house is still standing strong in this market now I, we don't that's, that's the gambling. I will be doing for you, but I'll be
2: recommending other firms i yeah.
0: I bet do you have any uh <laughs> do you have any calls where people want to move assets around and and want uh, to uh, unleash cash in their home to do something well, else do you get u- those it's
2: usually the people with enough money that they they got playing room right is that right it's not it's not the for the person who's just had a spouse die and they've lost a Social Security check and they're wondering how they're going to keep their house, and I'm working with a lady like that right now, uh, she's not going to keep her house if, if, if she doesn't one do check. this, but she wants to do it. She's paying this mortgage out of her Social Security check. Wow. She pays nothing with the reverse mortgage except the taxes and insurance. Right. And... You know so she's gonna be in a much better position but it's one-on-one it's one-on-one each situation th- there's uniqueness to each situation um i just recommend you review it you don't have to do it you should just know how it fits in it's one right. arrow in the quiver here we looked about here's your you know here's why you do an IRA here's why you do this investment here's why you do an annuity here's why you do a reverse mortgage right. here's what here's how you balance these things in in your future uh, as you go forward if you know you're going to lose money or, or you know you're going to uh you know run out of an annuity do you want to do anything about that you know and and I, right now because i've been uh, i'm old enough to know and i won't tell you that age but uh i'm old enough to have seen the things roller coaster ride up down up down up down uh if there's a time to lock in one of these isn't it when the equity is the highest you've ever seen it right. so
0: you yeah, just have to look at point. that. Check with your financial Yeah, planner. we're not going to ask your age. But how many years have you done this? I've been refer- doing
2: this for 15 years. Okay. I started out with Wells Fargo back in 07. Okay. The banks got out of the reverse mortgages. and Why? Because they, they had goals. you got to do 20 a month. you okay. got to do 10 a month. You got mm-hmm. and, and you can't do it. You can't do it that way. You can't force these things down people's throats just because it, it may have advantages.
0: And you mentioned the client you're working with now where um, – uh, she lost her husband, and uh, and we know what happens there. You know, one of the social security checks drops off. You 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 use you continue the higher social security check, but things change a lot. W- what percent would you say you're dealing with uh, um, a uh, widow or widower?
2: Five percent. Is that right? Okay, not, I thought
0: it would be more. Yeah, not okay. not, not what
2: you think. No. Okay. Most of it's people that want to do something like travel, get a motorhome. Uh that's this elderly couple that one of the first ones I did, uh, they were eighty and eighty three. And the, they had agreed that they wanted to buy this guy his little red truck. <laughs> and and they could do it this way. And at that time when prices, you know, back in nineteen twenty. No. Right. When <laughs> the prices were, were like you could buy a you truck no for red ten thousand bucks uh Anyway, that worked out. You should have seen the smile on their face when they got approved that he got his little red truck. Oh, he just yeah. I mean, you yeah. just feel like wow. That and was I've, your goal.
0: And, and I I do feel like it's more uh, folks that want to remain in their home. They they definitely oh, want to see that. Oh stay in yeah, long That's term. a prerequisite. You
2: want to be yeah. in there five years. If you not want to be in there five years, don't do this. Don't
0: don't come see Jim. All right. All right. All right. Well, listen. Um, this has been great do you want to uh any other last words of advice before we uh shove off here
2: no but I would I would uh, ask people that are fearing this um, that they really deal with the truth on these you know and, and I use one example uh, I ask people when I go in a room how many people have seen a beautiful sunrise all the hands go up um I say to them uh okay suppose I told you the sun never rose it's the earth that moved well we don't care <laughs> We, we'd prefer tradition over truth. It'll always be a sunrise. So check it out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Very wise. Right. Yeah. Words of wisdom from Jim Moore. Okay, Jim, thank you for being with us. Jenna, thank you for having us. Katie, thank Absolutely. you for being here. Uh, everything you wanted to know about reverse mortgages. If you have any questions and want to pursue this more with Jim Moore, give us a call.